0: Chapter nineteen of the Fairchild Family This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Peter O'Malley. The Fairchild Family by Mary Martha Sherwood. The Fair Little Lady. It was not long after that delightful day at Mrs. Goodrich's, when the children, having done their morning lessons, had just gone out of the hall door on their way to Henry's Arbor, when they heard the wheels of a carriage sounding from a distance. The sound was not like that of a wagon which goes along heavily, crushing and breaking the stones in its passage, whilst the feet of the horses came down with a heavy beat along the ground, but horses and wheels went lightly, and as if the carriage was coming near quickly. Very few light carriages passed that way, and therefore when anything of the kind was heard or seen, everybody left off what they were doing to look. Let them be ever so busy. Lucy and Emily and Henry ran down to the gate which opened on the road. Henry climbed to the top of the highest bar, but the little girls stood on one side where they were half hidden by a rose bush. When they were got there, the carriages heard more plainly, and Henry was hardly fixed upon the top of the gate before John came up with a hoe and a basket in his hand so master henry he said you are come to see the coach i just caught sight of it as it went round the corner below and i promise you it is worth seeing it beats sir charles noble's to nothing but there they come at first there appeared a groom dressed in a glazed hat and a livery and shining boots and he was riding a fine horse and he went forward quickly he had several dogs running by him lucy and emily were glad that john with his hoe was close by for they did not love strange dogs. But the groom and his dogs were very soon out of sight. He was riding on to see that the gates were open where the coach was going. Immediately afterward the coach came in sight, and a fine new coach it was. And there were four horses, with postillions whipping and cutting away, and ladies and gentlemen in the coach. Lucy and Emily and Henry did not look at the grown people, but at the very pretty little lady, of Emily's age perhaps, who was looking out of the window on their side. They saw her face, which was fair and very pale, and they saw her curling light hair and her blue satin hat, which had white feathers in it, and they knew that she saw them, for she rather smiled and looked pleased, and turned to speak about them, they thought, to the lady next to her. But the coach was gone in a minute, not rattling like a hack-chase, but making a sort of low rumbling sound, and that sound was not heard long. "'Who are those?' said Henry, as he stood at the very top of the gate like a bird upon a perch. "'Who are those fine people?' They are great folks, replied John, who come to live at Sir Charles Noble's. They call them Honourable, by way of distinction, the Honourable Mr. and Mrs. Darwell, and they are immensely rich, and that is their only child, for they have but one, and she, to be sure, is no small treasure, as people say, and they never can make enough of her. What's her name, John? asked Lucy. Don't ask me, Miss, replied John, for though I have heard the name, I could not pretend to speak it properly it is so unaccountably fine i should like to hear it said emily and that you will be sure to do soon miss answered john for all the country is talking about the family and they say they are uncommon grand but john said henry when will you come and nail the benches in my hut will you come now shall i fetch the hammer and nails no master replied john you need not fetch them for i have them here in this basket and was going there when i saw the coach away then cried henry jumping from the top of the gate and running before whilst John followed close behind him, and Lucy and Emily came afterwards, talking of the fair little lady. End of chapter 19